Welcome to Bree Outside, yoga, running, and fitness. I'm your host, Coach Brianna, and in today's episode, we're talking about outdoor yoga, tips for taking your practice outside. There are so many reasons practicing at home can be difficult sometimes. A new show or movie on Netflix is calling your name. There's furniture or laundry in the way of your practice space. Fido or the cat is feeling extra needy. Or maybe you're a mom or taking care of a family member and you just can't get a few minutes without someone asking for something. If practicing yoga is important to you, but one or more things at home have been making it hard for you to get your practice in, maybe it's time to change up your routine with an outdoor practice. Here are some ways to practice outside. First, there's your backyard or a patio. If you are fortunate enough to have a backyard or a patio, that might be a good place to start. My current home is a little chilly because of the tile, so it's really nice to take a 15 to 20 minute practice in our small yard. There's nothing like the Arizona sun warming my skin. This might provide a new challenge, however, as noise pollution from neighbors and cars cuts into your practice. In my experience, living in an apartment community, early mornings were the quietest times to practice on my patio. So you might wanna start there, but it'll probably depend on your neighbors and also just where you live in general. If you're um, like I was, which was right next to a major highway, or if you're in the quiet suburbs. So if you can find a quiet space in your backyard or patio, that might be a place to start. There's also the park. I love practicing yoga at the park because there's more space and trees, and it's a great place to practice with a friend or two. I usually bring my dog, Baby Bear, and I tie her to a nearby tree or lamppost. She loves to lie in the grass and just smell the wind or take a nap. So definitely check your local parks. Um, If there's a good, safe park near you, I would suggest maybe trying there. For me, I've also noticed that, like, the parks do get busy, especially during the pandemic. It felt like a lot more people were trying to escape their houses by going outside. Um, So I noticed for me here in my community, the best times to go to avoid crowds was like Sunday mornings when a lot of people might be at church or maybe they're just used to being at church. And so they're taking that time now to stay home and do something else or do their religious practice on zoom or tv so for me that's been one chance to go i also noticed on weeknights there's certain nights when there's still sports teams practicing at the local parks and then there's other nights where the park is pretty empty so you might have to like test the waters a little bit but if you are worried about crowds just uh play with your timing a little bit to find a time when the park is relatively empty. A third option is camping. Baby Bear and I love to go on weekend camping trips. So you don't have to go far and it doesn't have to be difficult. Just look for a state or county park or maybe even a federal park within an hour's drive from your house and it just makes it a super easy 
weekend getaway or if you have a lot of PTO, as a lot of people do, um, if you've been working from home, uh, you could even go during the week. It's actually a lot easier to get a reservation. But yeah, if you just look for something that's close, you don't have to drive two, three hours away. I'm sure there's a camping site um, that's close to you. Okay, I'm not 100% sure. But I feel like for most of you, there should be something. So take a look. Um, and it's also really fun to turn these trips into mini DIY yoga retreats. So you can do a sunrise practice, a midday practice, and an evening practice. And then maybe you can even go hiking in between. It's just a really great opportunity to reconnect with nature and get away from your digital distractions. <laughs> so that might not necessarily be the case if you're like an RV camper, but I'm a tent camper and I don't have one of those um, batteries to like be charging my electronics. So it's really good if you just kind of want to like get away from your screen. So now that we've talked about three ways or more like three places you can go to get outside. Um, I do want to talk about safety. So while getting closer to nature and practicing outside, it can be relaxing and rewarding, um, but you do want to take some safety precautions. So number one, this is one you might not have even thought about depending on where you live, but air quality. So you should probably check your state's environmental quality agency or maybe your city has something but check the air pollution levels before heading outdoors, especially if you have sensitive airways or asthma. Um, breath is really important in yoga, so you don't want to be breathing in air that's going to make you sick. Typically, in most urban areas, um, I think the morning, especially before rush hour, like if you can get up around sunrise... I mean, not in the winter because the sun doesn't even rise until like 7.30. But if you can get up early before rush hour and start your practice, the air quality will likely be maybe close to at its best, depending on where you live. That's been the case here. Um, but yeah, it tends to be later in the evening. It just gets worse as people have been driving all day. So that's just one thing you want to pay attention to, weather, another thing. So I live in Arizona and temperatures can hover around like 120 degrees in the summer. And even in the winter, the afternoons get relatively warm compared to other parts of the country because we're just blue skies and sunshine all day, every day. But wherever you live, you need to pay attention to temperature and humidity. So if it's going to be hot and you insist on practicing outside, find some shade don't think you're going to go work on your tan because if it's hot, you need to find some shade. And bring and drink plenty of water. You don't want to get dehydrated. That's not fun. Even when you're in a hot yoga class, you're not under the sun's bright, shining light. So remember, be safe. It's And it's not just about um, getting overheated and hot. You also got to think about your skin. Like, do you need a sunburn? Probably not, so find some shade. On the other side of things, if it's going to be cold, dress in layers and pay even more attention to your fluid intake because you might not feel as thirsty as you would on a hot day. Can't give you too much other advice about cold weather because I haven't practiced yoga outside in the cold weather, but I'm thinking you're probably going to want to layer up. And you also, I've heard, got to be careful about... Um, sweat sweat because if your clothes get too sweaty obviously that's gonna 
reduce your body temperature as you get colder. So last, I want to talk about personal safety. Women, you probably know what I'm talking about. Always make sure at least one close friend or relative knows where you will practice and when. So don't just like go off to some random park by yourself without telling anybody. Make sure somebody knows where you're going to be, okay? Um, I'll never forget reading, I guess that I did forget some of the details, but there was that runner that went off. She went running, I think it was like in a state or federal park and she hadn't told anybody where she was going and she just disappeared and it's still like an unsolved mystery nobody knows what happened to her and that's just one of like many many stories so tell someone where you're going please like it's it's just a simple text you know i usually text my sister like i'm going running and luckily my watch has a live tracker she knows i'm just running around my house Um, But if I'm going to the park, I text people like, I'm going to this park right now. I'm going to do some yoga. So just make sure someone knows where you are. I know I'm, I'm beating you with the same thing, but it's so important and it gets so overlooked. Um, Be aware. So always be aware of your surroundings when you're practicing outside in public, especially if you're practicing alone. Avoid wearing headphones or earbuds. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. Avoid wearing headphones or earbuds when you're practicing in public alone, okay? It makes you look like you're distracted and an easy target. Making eye contact with others can also signal that you're aware of people around you just in case they were thinking otherwise. So don't be predictable. You're probably going to want to post on social media about your practice but you need to avoid posting the time and location of your practice. When you practice outdoors alone, also avoid practicing at the same time in the same place regularly. You got to switch up your routine so that you're not predictable. So I just want to mention again, like I see so many female runners posting screenshots with their exact map of where they were running, the time they were running and the date. And it would be so easy to go through their feed and find a pattern. Do not be that person. Um, You know, hopefully no one's ever going to be stalking you or you're not going to have any creeps after you, but we live in a strange and sometimes not so great world. So why take the extra risk? That's all I'm saying. Like, It's just not necessary. So do your future self a favor and just try not to be predictable for people that don't know you and for people that you don't want to know necessarily where you are, okay? (laughs) Just do yourself a favor. Keep your technology and your belongings either locked in your car or keep them close Um, so sometimes it's not just you that you have to worry about, but you don't want to get your stuff stolen. I, I'll never forget being on a light rail, coming home from grad school with a classmate and he was playing on his phone. He looked super distracted and some jerk grabbed his phone and got off at the stop and his phone was gone. So keep your belongings near you. And again, don't be caught looking like you're distracted. It's 
it's really easy to just, you know, glance around you and again, not have headphones or earbuds and just make it known that you are paying attention. So none of these safety tips are meant to scare you, but I just wanted to acknowledge that there are safety risks for practicing outdoors and the risks are going to vary depending on where you live. So there are good people out there, but there are also some bad ones. So just be safe, everyone, when you're practicing outdoors. It's wonderful to practice yoga outside, but keep the safety precautions in mind because everyone is not as lovely or as wonderful as you. And also, you know, it's been a tough year. Some people are just not doing well mentally or financially, which may cause them to do things that are bad. So (laughs) this was Brie Outside Yoga, Running, and Fitness. I hope you listen again. Please visit me at brieoutside.com to either read blog posts, practice yoga with me. I'm also uh, adding personal training and running coaching services very soon. So please visit me at brieoutside.com.